And uh, we are missing Brother Bryant today. Been having wonderful service with Brother Bryant. Looking forward to him being back with us. He'll be back next Sunday morning. And uh, looking forward to a great move of the Holy Ghost. And uh, church has been so great. And uh, I know that it's a long time between Monday and Sunday. And uh, it seems like the weeks are out of kilter. But we're going to have church tomorrow night due to the fact we don't want to get out of the routine. And if I announce it any otherwise, y'all be confused next week. So we're just going to have church again this week, just like we have been the last two weeks. And um, so be be at church again tonight and again tomorrow night. And uh, then Brother Bryant will be back with us Sunday. And uh, been enjoying the Word of God and what God has been doing and the lives that God has touched Looking forward to God doing more for us. I want to say thank you to everyone who come out to help celebrate with us Friday night and at the church banquet. And I hope that everyone enjoyed it. And we sure enjoyed being able to serve and to help this church family. I love this church family. My family loves this church family. I love the city of Silsby. And I love the great state of Texas. Man, God is good to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So uh, uh, thank you for all of that. And we had such a great time and uh, such a wonderful uh, time of food and fellowship. And uh, just seeing all the church family together uh, celebrating and having a great time meant the world to us. And thank you for your support uh, for... Uh, well, I've been here for many years, but pastor here for the last almost 11 years and uh, been very supportive of my family and myself. I thank you for that very much. Love the church. Love God's church. Love this church. Love the, the members of this church. And uh, looking forward to God doing great things for us. Amen. God give us a great move of the Holy Ghost. And so... Um, I want to remind you that there will be choir practice tonight at 5.30, or 5.15, excuse me, so remember that, choir practice at 5.15. If you have your Bibles, let's turn to Philippians chapter number 4. I uh, changed mics where maybe you won't get so much of this sniffling effect. I I do apologize for that, and I don't know what happened to me. I don't know if it's the cold weather or... Our uh, strange smells or strange things floating in the air. But whatever it is, pray that the Lord to touch it, take it away. Pray for everyone that is sick. Man, there's a lot of people sick under the weather, unable to be in church today. Uh, a lot of sickness is going around. And uh, we don't need any more of it. I don't need any of it. I don't have time for it. How about you? Just tell the devil, I ain't got time for that, devil. And uh, But anyway, Philippians chapter 4, verse number 8. Brother Duplessy and Sister Duplessy is over at Brother Jackson's, Brother uh, Justin Jackson's this morning. Pray that the Lord will anoint him mightily in the Holy Ghost today. The Bible says, Finally, my brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, 
Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Now, if you would look at your Bible together and uh, let's read that together as the word of God says it. All right, you ready? Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Lord, bless you for standing. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's just clap our hands unto the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. 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 I want to preach this morning from this subject for the next few minutes. We did have a good breakfast over at men's prayer and fellowship, and uh, I'm really not hungry, and it's been about three weeks since I preached, and I'm going to preach about 35 minutes this morning. Lord bless you. I want to preach from this subject, what's right with life? Look at your neighbor and say, what's right with life? Not what's right with your wife, what's right with life. Look at your wife and say, everything's right with my wife. All right. Lord bless you. You can be seated. The altars is open. (laughs) Sometimes life gets tough. Can I get a witness? Amen. But I tell you what. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been there. I'm not looking forward to getting there. I'm not really looking forward to going there. But I think that death would be tougher than life. Everybody say, well, I get to go to heaven. I'm like the little boy in Sunday school that didn't raise his hand when the teacher asked him, Anybody want to go to, uh, do you want to go to heaven? And he didn't raise his hand. She said, well, young man, you don't want to go to heaven. He said, well, I was scared you was trying to get up a load today. I, I want to go and I anticipate going, but unless the rapture takes place, you got to die to get there. And man, I tell you what, I want to live just as long as I can and have a good time while I can and do what I can. While God is still good to me. How about that? Amen. Amen. And there is, there is, there is so much, so much going on in the world today to where it's so easy to get sidetracked and to get discouraged and to get despondent and to get depressed. I have, I've read and I'm sure that You have read too. There's, for the last few years, there's a craze going on in the world. 
It's not just in America. It's in the entire world with social media. And uh, it's everybody's got to be connected to, I guess, everybody. I don't know how all of that works. I, I got a little feel for how some of it works. And, and some of it works, I guess, okay. And some of it don't work too good. But But I've read things about this social media stuff. And uh, it's causing more depression than it is causing happiness. It's causing more trouble than it is causing good. And that's not to say that all's bad and all's terrible and all's, all's evil on it. Sister Michelle's a good turkey seller on Facebook. So far, that's about the one positive I found. <laughs> but but I, I don't... I don't preach against it. I just think you'd do better without it. Personally, I'm doing pretty good and I don't have it. I don't have a problem with depression. But I I look at, I look at the world and the chaos and the, the grief and the strife that's going on. And they say, in reading about this, now the world knows that there's a problem with it because uh, they do all of these surveys, and the surveys tell that there is problems with it. And uh, they say that people get depressed because they look at other people, how they update their their page or whatever they do, and all the things that they're doing with their family, and all how lovely everything is, and how great everything is. And you know in your life everything's not that great, and everything's not that powerful and everything's not that lovely, so you're trying to keep up with so-and-so. So what happens is they're lying and you start lying. Everybody's just telling big lies. Then somebody puts on there something that's true. Dear Lord, just keep lying. <laughs> Sometimes the truth is worse than the lie. But but there is there is all of this... All of this tension and all of this. How many, how many has read the news lately? I get up every morning and read my daily disappointment. Comes from Beaumont. And then on Sundays I get double disappointment. I get the Houston Chronicle. And uh, I get to read all the, all the evil that's going on in the world. And then you have, uh, Fox News, CNN News. That, Pops up on your phone, this is happening, that's happening, this taking place, and then the weather tells you how bad the weather's gonna be. And so if you're not very careful, you get on an emotional roller coaster. And it's just up and down, it's up and down. Your ball team wins, your ball team loses. I hope that don't affect you, but I know it does some. And, and, uh, your guy wins the election and your guy loses the election. And so everything has people on an emotional roller coaster. Your job's up one day and then it's down the next. You know, we, we gripe about oil prices being high. And they go low and it hurts our economy around here. So it's all, it's all just, just a, a big roller coaster. And if we're not careful, we get on an emotional roller coaster and we fail to realize that There is still good in people. There is still good in life. Everybody's not bad. 
Well, I hope you believe that this morning. Everybody's not evil. Everybody don't have bad intentions. But you find yourself walking down the street looking over your shoulder because you never know who's going to jump out and rob you or mug you. And just this, this, this last night or early this morning, sometimes somebody busted the windows out of the church in Galveston, broke in the church there. There's evil people on every corner. And then we get this, this attitude and this mindset that everybody's bad. If you're not careful in life, you get the mindset that everybody's out to get you and everybody, everybody's out to hurt and everybody's out to destroy and everybody's out for no good. But I want to tell you, and all of that said and all that's going on in life and all that's happening in life, Amen. Life is still a pretty good life to live. And I, I think about, I think about the trouble that is in this country. And, uh, you know, all the, all the happenings and all the going on that's, that's going on. This don't like that. And you gotta be so politically correct that you can't say anything anymore. And you gotta do this and you gotta do that. And you, you have to be careful who you say what to or you're gonna offend somebody. Man, it's a crazy world. It's a crazy society. And if we're not very careful, our emotions get so carried away with the craziness and the fear and the tension that's going on. But I want to tell you, they they say, oh, we should follow this example and we should follow that example. But I tell you this, out of all the places I've been in the world, there is no place that I'd rather live than the United States of America. Amen. And I still strong, I still strongly suggest and hold to the fact anybody that don't feel that way ought to go wherever they feel comfortable. Amen. Because God has blessed this country and God has smiled on this country. And I'm thankful that God has allowed me to live in this wonderful country that we have the opportunity to live in. The Bible tells us, the Bible does not want us to be down and despondent and depressed. I believe that God's intention is for us to enjoy life. I believe that God created us to enjoy what He created us to enjoy. God created us to enjoy life. He created us to enjoy one another. God did not bring uh, depression into the world. The devil has brought depression into the world. And while I'm on that, let me tell you, you don't need a pill to stop depression. What you need is another case of the Holy Ghost. Because there is power and delivering power in Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I'm no medical doctor and, and you don't have to take anything I say for medical purposes or reasoning. But I want to tell you this, this doctor business has got appeal to get you up and appeal to put you down, appeal to, to wake you up and appeal to put you to sleep, appeal to make you happy and appeal to calm you down. But I want to tell you what we need more of is God and less medication in our lives. 
Sometimes I think that the doctors are in cahoots with the pharmaceutical companies and they're getting a kickback from everything that they put people on. Amen. But what we need to get on is a good apostolic high and a Holy Ghost rejuvenation in our soul that brings peace, that brings that brings happiness, that brings joy, that brings calm to our troubled life. Amen. Amen. If you look at this stuff, they put you on to keep you from getting depressed. And to say, watch out, man, this could cause suicidal effects. Looks like to me they're throwing you in darker, deeper depression. Amen. But I want to tell you what the Holy Ghost to do to you. The Holy Ghost to give you joy. The Bible still says it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. It's still happiness. It's still peace in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 I think sometimes, now I don't want to be like a, an ostrich that sticks his head in the sand. But you know, a few years ago, it took us two or three days to find out the current events. And when we found out the current events... They were not so current anymore. And it took us a little while, but now immediately, every time something happens, every time something goes on, every time somebody does something wrong, every time somebody messes up, somebody somebody has an affair with somebody, somebody does this, immediately it's broadcast out across the airways, out across the internet, out across the news media. It's publicized to where everybody knows everything that's going on at every given minute. I want to tell you, it would do us good sometimes to disconnect to what's happening in the world and get more connected to what's going on in heavenly sources. Amen. To get our minds on the things of God. The devil is warring against the mind so strong and so hard. Amen. 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 Quit dwelling on the evils of life and the evils of society and the evils of people and look and say, you know, life is really worth living after all. Now, I don't know. I've never been there. Amen. But I, I have dealt with people that has these problems of suicidal thoughts and they, they get down and out and feel like that life has nothing to hold and life has nothing to offer. I come to tell you today, Life is still worth living. Don't listen to the adversary. Don't listen to the devil. You hear me, young people. Hear me, middle-aged people. Amen. Get your mind on the things that God has done for you and the things that God has given you and the things that God has blessed you with. Amen. Amen. We can get down on the country. We can get down on the leadership. We can get down on cops. We can get down on on our local government. Amen. I, I know people that has a thing about cops. They don't like any cops. Amen. Sure, there's bad cops. Sure, there's bad school teachers. Sure, there's bad preachers. Sure, there's bad politicians. Amen. But I still beg to differ 
with you today, there's still more leaning to the good than there is to the bad. Amen. Thank God for good cops. Thank God for good teachers. Thank God for good politicians. Thank God for good preachers. Thank God for good saints. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Everybody's not evil. Everybody's not bad. Everybody's not going to hell. Amen. Everybody's not backsliding. Everybody's not walking away from God. Thank God for saints that love God. Thank God for churches that's holding true to the doctrine. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Philippians tells us now, if you read, if you read this setting here, there is some false doctrine that is going on in the New Testament church at Philippi. And the apostle is addressing this. And the way that he addresses it, he reminds them that finally, my brethren, after all of these things that are happening, and after all that you've heard, and after all that's been said, finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Now, he did not say everything that is true you need to think on and you need to spread it. There's some things that is very true that's very detrimental and very disturbing. Just because it's true don't mean that God has given us a license to spread the true gossip. Amen. Like the one old sister said, said we don't gossip about our neighbors. Everything we say about our neighbors is true. So the Bible says... That these truths, we need to think on these truths. Some truth, the Bible makes reference to that. If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. There's a lot that's true in the world today that can get you down and get you out and get you depressed. Amen. But I come to tell you today that life is still a good life. Amen. There's still some good things. There's still some great things. There's still some mighty things. There's some things that we need to focus on to get our mind off of the evils of this world. Amen. True things. Six things that we should meditate on. True things. All that is in harmony with the eternal truth and creation and revelation. The second thing, honest things. All that is grave, decent, honorable, and Christian. The third thing, just things. All things that is in harmony with justice and righteousness. The fourth thing, pure things. 
All that is chaste and holy for the body and for the soul. The fifth thing, lovely things, all, all that is pleasing and tends to bless others. Amen. Some things are just not a blessing to nobody. Amen. When there is things that we could do, amen, to share blessing, to share hope, to share redemption, to share peace, to share happiness. Amen. The sixth thing is things of a good report. All that is in harmony with the best public good, virtuous. Amen. It's praise worthy. That's what God has called us to think on. Amen. Sure, there's bad things happening. Amen. But you've got your mind so far down in the gutter. You can't think about the goodness and the blessings of God for worrying about all the troubles in the world. Amen. But I want to tell you, life is still good. Living for God is still good. Coming to the house of God is still good. Hallelujah. Amen. Things that Christians should stay away from. Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 16 says, But shun profane and vain babblings. For they will increase unto you more ungodliness. Amen. You ever been around somebody in a conversation and when you walked away you felt dirty, you felt nasty, you felt unclean. Amen. This is vain and profane babblings. Things that does not need to be said. Things that does not need to be talked about. Things that you don't need your mind cluttered up with. Amen. That's the reason why I say be careful on social media with who's going with who and who's cheating who and who's going there and who's doing this and who's backsliding there and who's doing that over there. Amen. Get your mind on the things of God. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are holy. Whatsoever things are just. I don't have time to use my mind as a gutter. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't have time for vain and profane babblings. Romans, we must renew our mind. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12 and verse number 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. When the devil tells you you have nothing to smile about and you have nothing to be happy about, look at the friends and the family that you have surrounding you today. Look at, look, look from your left to your right, to your right, to your left, in front of you and behind you. Amen. Many of you have family members sitting behind, behind you, in front of you and beside you. Those that don't have friends that are gathered around you to support you and to help you. The devil is a liar when he says no one cares. The devil is a liar when he says you have nothing 
nothing to be happy about and happy for. The devil is a liar when he tells you that no one cares and no one's concerned. Amen. I've got more to be happy about than I do to be depressed and down and out about. Amen. Look at the positives. Sure, I've got family members that has trouble. Sure, I have friends that have trouble. Amen. But look at the positive. At least I have family members. At least I have someone I can call my friend. Amen. At least they're there when I'm down and when I'm struggling. At least they care about me when I'm hurting. No, not perfect. But I want to tell you, life is still a good life. Amen. I want every, I want every husband to look at your wife. Every wife to look at your husband. Yeah. How blessed that you are. Don't ever forget how blessed you are. I'm a blessed man. Come next week, my life, my wife would have lived with me for 27 years. That's not an easy feat by any stretch of the imagination. Amen. Some of you have got the only one in captivity that would live with you. Sure, there's problems. Sure, there's not, there's not, they're not all perfect. If you look at them, I would not advise you to say this, but you could think of some things you'd like to change. Just think it very quietly. Brother Allen, don't open your mouth. I know I, I I know if it opens something not healthy is going to come out. But there is things that all of us might like to change and some things that we would move or things that we would do different in life. But when you think about it, God has been good. Amen. I, I look at people and, and and people having affairs and people running around on their spouse. Now think about this, you dummy. You're going to have an affair with somebody that's having an affair on their spouse? You're in bad, bad company, brother or sister. Because if they do it with you and them, they're going to do it with somebody else. They're not going to be faithful to you. And that guy's dissatisfied with her and her's dissatisfied with him. And that one's got a problem with that. You're better off to stay where you're at. You're better off to count your blessings that you've got somebody that will be at home when you get home. That wipes your snotty nose, kids, and cleans up your nasty mess that you leave on the floor. Thank God life is still good. Life is still good. Life is still good. Get your mind out of the gutter. Now I want everybody to look around at your children, your grandchildren. 
Look at them. Man. When you look at them, you know what you're looking at that scares you so bad? You're looking at yourself. You know the way that God pays everybody back? They give them kids that act like you. And so he just keeps paying the parents back. Yeah, you've done this and you've done that. There's you one, buddy. I'm going to take care of that. And that's what happens in life. And we can complain. And we can bellyache. They don't make good enough grades. They don't work hard enough. They don't have the right girlfriend or boyfriend. I wish all of mine would let me pick out who they want to marry. Son, I could do some jobs. I've done a good job picking out who I wanted to marry. I should get a job doing this. I try to tell them all the time, man, I could pick you out a good one. So far, ain't none of them like the ones I picked out. I guess everybody has to do that on their own. Of course, my daddy tried to pick out mine. It didn't work either. (laughs) So here I go. It's just a vicious cycle. It gets paid back over and over and over. Here it comes. When you look at them, you're looking at you in the mirror. Just a few days removed, few years removed, with a little gray hair and a few more wrinkles than you had before. And we can complain instead of enjoying the moment. I was laughing. I don't know. I don't see them here this morning, but that's okay. I was laughing at Brother Brandon and Sister Candace. They got that new baby and they're stressed out to the max. <gasps> can't get them dressed. Can't get their nose wiped. Can't get this done. Can't, can't do that. Don't have time for nothing. I said, it gets worse. I said, now's the easy time. Oh no. Oh no, they'll get better. I said, oh no, wait till they turn into teenagers. You go in there and open the door and all of a sudden one morning something comes out. I have arrived. I know everything. How many has teenagers? How many ever was a teenager? I got it all under control. I can drive. I can handle the credit cards. I can handle money. I just don't know that you're supposed to work to get it. There's some glitches in that brain up there. But you see, we can get so frustrated until we don't stop to smell the roses of life. Until, I know, I know, boy, it's going to be hard on me. I, I love my kids. I want us all to be together all the time. Man, I've got it going on right now. I'm looking for another house for sale. I tried to buy the one across the street from me, but I couldn't afford it. And I, I'm looking just to have us all out there in a the little commune where I can go visit one grandkid right after the other. Amen. But, but the, the, I, I've seen people dealing with the empty nest syndrome. You know, I didn't think it was a bad deal when I got in my car one morning, loaded up my stuff, and headed to Texas. My mama was standing at the door wiping tears. I said, what in the world is she crying about? You know? But you miss, you miss so many times together because you were so frustrated with the problems of the moment. 
Parents, don't get so involved in your job and your career that you come in one day and your son's 18 years old and you don't know him and he don't know who you are. Enjoy life. Life is not about bank accounts. Although it'd be great to have a big one. Life is not all about your automobiles or your home. But life is about the home. And the home is what God has given you and your spouse. And what God has blessed you with in your children. Life's not bad. You just need to stop and enjoy life. Amen. We get so carried away. I might have, I might have pushed a little bit on that 35 minute sermon, but I'm trying to get through. Amen. We get so carried away with all the troubles and all the heartaches and all the disappointments. Amen. Look at all these young people sitting across here. Amen. To my knowledge, I've never had to get one of them out of jail. I've never had to help one of them that was addicted to drugs. Never had to pick up one of these that's been messed up with alcohol. Amen. My Lord. And the devil says everything's bad. Everything's terrible. Stop to count your blessings. Stop to look at the goodness and the greatness of God and what God has done for you and how God has blessed you. Whatsoever things are pure. Oh yeah, but I got this going on. But think about the things of God. Oh, but my husband ain't doing like I want him. Well, he's trying to make a living and he's living with you, ain't you? Ain't he? Amen. Well, my wife ain't this way. She's living with you trying to make a home. Thank God for what's going right. Thank God for what God has blessed you with. Thank God for what He's given you. Amen. Come quit. And this is another deal with social media. It's caused people to want someone else's life. Want to be someone else. Want to be a movie star. Want to be like the cover of People magazine. You know how many crazy problems them freaks have? Give me the simple life. The simple life with just one wife. Hard to write a song about that. Amen. But you know what? Everybody wants to be somebody else. Oh, if I was... Some of you are thinking right now, Oh, if I was, if I was like Brother Looper, if I, could, if I had the life that he lives, you don't know my life. You know what you see. But you know what I've understood and I've come to learn? we got to focus on the good things that God has given us. I ain't got time to load myself down with all the grief and everything that is not going right. I'm going to take what's good and build on what's good. Amen. It makes a difference on what foundation you build your life on. You can remember... You can remember I've done this to my kids time and time again. If they say something bad, you know, I know this is shocking to you, but my kids have said something bad about somebody else. And I said, you know what you got to do now? 
say something good about them. For every bad thing that you say, there's about ten things good that you can say. Learn how to look at the good. And when you start building on the good, you'll find yourself getting higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. I'm reminded, of, uh, uh, you know, all these things work together. It's, it's like God's, God's economy. And when you start feeling better about yourself, that's the reason why I think that we ought to dress when we come to church. Amen. We're going to the greatest place on earth. And we need to be the greatest that we can be. Amen. And we need to be attentive as we can possibly be. And we need to do everything that we can. Amen. Because it affects our emotions and it affects our our desires and it affects our passion and it affects our zeal. And I want to tell you, when you get into a relationship with someone, you don't get better by tearing them down. You don't build up yourself by tearing someone else down. There's a trend in the world today. That's a very disgusting trend. I hate that trend. Excuse me, hate's a bad word. Shouldn't say that. That's not politically correct. I highly disagree with that trend. That you get to where you want to go by tearing someone else down. No. You get to where you want to go. By believing there's a better place. There's a better place. So what's my point today? My point is this. Stop looking and crying about yesterday. And start trying to make a better tomorrow. Stop crying over your failures. Stop crying over your shortcomings. Stop crying over the things that you can't do anything about. You know what I find myself mostly doing? Is worrying about stuff I can't do anything about. Can't fix it. Can't do it. Can't take care of it. And start building on what I can do to make tomorrow better. For my life and for those who I'm around. How do we do that? Whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of a good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think On these things. What are you allowing your mind to dwell on today? What are you allowing to dictate your life? What are you allowing to take control of your emotions? To where you feel like life is not worth living. We only have so many days here. I can also remember a talk show host in Little Rock when I was growing up. When he would start to go off of the air, he would say, I hope that you've done something profitable today. 
Because it's cost you a day of your life. Stop to love a little more. Stop to laugh a little more. Stop to smile a little more. Stop to throw the ball with that boy a little longer. I know you're busy. I know you got a lot of things to do. But stop for the little things in life. As I look at my family today, <clears throat> it's hard to believe that they're almost grown. Some of them are grown. Another two think they're grown. They're about taller than me. And I wonder, man, where did time go? Last night we were standing in line and we was holding the baby there at the wedding. And the lady come up and she asked my wife, she said, that can't be your grandbaby. She said, oh, yes, it is. I said, why didn't you ask me like you were surprised that it would be mine? She said, because you kind of look like a grandpa. I said, I don't look like I'm 18. She said, I remember the way you looked when you was 18. And no, you don't look like you're 18. <clears throat> but time flies. And it waits on no man. So let's do this, church. Every family, stop and take a little more time than you have in the past. Dedicate a little more time. Smile a little more. Be happy a little more. You say, oh, I don't have anything to be happy about. Well, I'm happy that I'm not in children's hospital today. I'm happy I'm not walking the aisles of St. Elizabeth waiting on someone to come out of surgery today. One of my family members that's been hurt in an accident. That might happen tomorrow. But right now, we have right now. We have this moment. Quit letting the devil steal from you the joy of living for God. Living for God doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect. Doesn't mean that everything's gonna just all fall into place. But don't let the devil steal from you the joy of serving God. Let's all stand. If it seems like I'm stopping in the middle, it is because I'm stopping in the middle. I got sidetracked on a few rabbits and I didn't get it all chased down. But my message is today to each one of us, myself included, life is still good. God's still a good God. And the church is still the greatest place on earth.
And there is none better than God's people. So I encourage you today, every man, every woman in this place today, enjoy one another a little bit more. If you had to turn off the news, turn off the news. If you had to get rid of the newspaper for a few days, get rid of the newspaper for a few days. Quit letting life get you down and get on life and ride. I'm not going to let life ride me, but I'm going to ride life. I'm not looking forward to dying. I'm not looking forward to quitting. I'm not looking forward to giving up. If death catches me, it's going to be running. Amen. And I'm going to be smiling all the way. I'm having a good time living for God. How many loves the Lord today? Amen. Live life to the fullest. Serve God with your whole heart. There's no greater combination. Lord bless you today. Thank you for being at the house of the Lord. Remember church tonight. Let's be here early for prayer. Remember choir practice 515. Also, I I forgot to announce this. There will be a Sunday school banquet or party the 18th. 18th of December. So there will be more information on that. Lord bless